Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. We've got futures higher right now. The Nasdaq trying to make up lost ground from yesterday. Lizanne Saunders joins us for a little day two analysis. She's the chief investment strategist at Schwab's Center for Financial Research. Was yesterday everything everyone expected, Lizanne? Well, if you go off of uh, market expectations coming into the meeting, you were at 83% likelihood of 25. And it has been the Fed's MO not to go against expectations when they're firmly in one direction or another. I think maybe what was a little bit surprising was the unanimity. I think there was an expectation that even if they did the 25, you might have seen a, a dissent or two. So that was a little bit surprising, although Powell clearly in the press conference talked about the fact that they discuss the merits of uh, of not moving. So uh, all in all, it was not terribly surprising. And given the 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 obvious subject, the press conference was maybe not boring, but milder than I think a lot of people thought it might be, which was interesting as well. Hmm. Yeah, the uh, unanimity of the decision uh, seemed pretty surprising. And um, the pushback by Powell against the cuts priced in later in this year, a little less surprising, but uh, what did you make of the way he uh, handled and uh, addressed that subject? Well, that's been pretty consistent. And that's not to suggest that they'll look past any contagion that we see in the banking system and not be poised to cut rates. But given what, what they and we all know at this point, the, the lack of any serious contagion so far, things in the banking system being relatively contained with the existing deposit window, with the, the bank funding facility, they then have to talk about prospective Fed policy in the context of the labor market and inflation. And at this point, neither of those conditions, which is their dual mandate, suggests rate cuts in the near term make sense. He, he, he did not suggest that no matter what, they wouldn't consider it. But he, I think rightly so, continues to push back on this notion that I think the market is still expecting that there's going to be a, a pivot. Pause, probably. Um, pivot, probably in, in, absent a deterioration in the labor market and a big move down in inflation, that will be predicated on contagion in the banking system. Why do you think uh, the market and, and market participants uh, have such conviction on this point, Lizanne, on the nature of the cuts and uh, why we would get there? I mean, yeah, the Fed didn't do a great job on some of these uh, forecasts the last uh, year and a half, but <laughs> there has anyone else I know done a particularly better job uh, as a whole, as a group. Uh, right. Where do you think that stems from? Well, if you look at, at all cycles historically, on average, there's about an eight-month span between whatever the final hike is and typically the first cut, whether it's the muscle memory of eras like late 2018 that thinks the Fed is going to step in very quickly to, to stem a crisis. And I think in the case of a crisis, they will. But there's there's so little history by many market participants with what was a 40-year high in inflation and the battle associated with that. And I think what the Fed is trying to communicate with regard to inflation is not that the background conditions that drove this inflation problem are akin to what happened in the 1970s. They're, they're not. There are more differences than similarities. But what I think the Fed clearly wants to do is not make the mistake of the fits and starts of monetary policy 
that existed in the 1970s where victory was declared essentially, policy was eased, inflation was let out of the bag again. And that happened in two full cycles before Volcker came in and pulled the Volcker, as we now call it. So for now, absent uh, a systemic problem in the banking system, they they sort of are, are keeping their sights on not repeating the mistake of the, uh, the 1970s. Now, the market might be right in yields being lower than what the Fed is suggesting is appropriate because of coming weakness in the economy, if indeed what has been an asset crunch turns into a credit crunch. And I think that there's legitimacy there. Even if this is not a systemic crisis, I think it's a high likelihood that, that banks across the spectrum are going to be a bit stingier with lending. Bank, you know, conditions were tightening well before SVB failed. So I think it's a legitimate um, uh, concern about the economy slowing. But uh, absent that, I think the Fed will stay pat. What do we watch, Lizanne, to know whether or not the banking situation is spreading or is having broader macroeconomic impact? Because we have this complication where some stocks, in fact, a big corner, whole index of the NASDAQ is so far up until about yesterday with an hour to the close had generally responded quite well to this uh, tech bank collapse. I think it was Janet Yellen's comments coming simultaneous with uh, with the Powell press conference that kind of sent ripples through the uh, the banking sector. It wasn't so much a, a complete contradiction of what uh, Powell said, but it was unsettling that she was uh, fairly definitive and um, and without highlighting it, it is the case that were treasury to try to do a full uh, deposit even above the 250 would require congressional approval. So we'll have to see whether the problem gets worse. I'd say aside from that, the things to keep an eye on, number one is pay attention to what these banks leaders are saying. I think a lot more sort of out there in the public domain from CEOs to talk about their own specific set of circumstances probably go a long way to help figure out if this is a couple of one-offs. In addition, as we learned last Thursday, today we'll get information on what the take-up was uh, for the past week at the Fed's discount window in conjunction with the newer uh, funding facility. And last week was eye-popping in terms of the one-week surge. I I think keeping an eye on that, I think that's sort of the must-see indicator now on a weekly uh, basis that is a quantifiable way to get a sense of how much strife is still in the system. Are we seeing deposit outflows? So, um, and that comes out later today. Okay, uh, good reminder. Uh, Lizanna, right now, does the evidence in your mind uh, favor this response to the banks as being something uh, as liquidity uh, uh, positive? Is this um, going to be a situation where we see a crisis and uh, we step to avert it and end up juicing the market a little bit like we did during COVID? Um, I, I hope not. Uh, you know, we've written a lot about the differences relative to 2008, that being a solvency crisis that had had every other sort of horrific metric associated with it, with the ridiculous lending practices, the less well-capitalized banks, um, incredible amount of leverage within the financial system, and then, of course, the alphabet soup of impossible-to-value you know, uh, derivatives, including things like credit default swaps. And it's this is 
a combination of a liquidity crisis, but also highlights interest rate risk. And what's also important to remember is when SVB failed and there was a broader discussion of unrealized losses and the possibility that bank runs could force these institutions to realize those losses, that was nearer the high in yields across the curve, which have now come down. Even credit sites had a report out this morning saying that if we were to do that calculation now, it would be um, quite a bit lower, simply because we, we've seen the mirror image of what caused those unrealized losses to move up. Not to mention the fact that with this new funding facility, even if there is some you know, form of run on banks, that doesn't mean they're forced to sell those securities with unrealized losses. They have that funding window at the Fed. So very important differences over the past two weeks. Lizanne Saunders, Chief Investment Strategist, Schwab Center for Financial Research. Uh, good recap here and analysis of the major moving uh, parts and pieces over the last week.